My name is Peter Davison. I played the Fifth Doctor, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls. All the way to episode 321 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast, sir. Is this the face of a bat who would lie to you? Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like we're doing with the virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany and Troy. This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Sally from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. It's a new week. Hopefully, everybody's doing okay. Other than the allergies. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And rip my glasses. Luckily, I have yeah, Brittany yeah, uh, Brittany broke it. <laughs> Brittany had a Harry Potter moment. Oh, no spellotape tape to be found. <laughs> or Repero. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oculus Repero. Uh, sorry, I have a wand, but I don't think it works at that distance. So sorry. So. Uh, I I have a couple of wands and then walk I try I'm like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's just some days where you're like, "Dang it! Why isn't magic real?" Right? <laughs> that would make that would make so many things just so easy. But whatever. Here we are. Yeah. Oh. So, can you tell we're stalling? Uh, yeah, bit. it's not a friendly. It's not a good news week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After last week's show, ugh, dealing with that, and uh-huh. I realized when I was smack dab in the middle of my, you know, workout on the treadmill at the gym on Saturday, and was not not really in a position to stop. That watching Prince Philip's funeral maybe wasn't the best choice of entertainment. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, I'll pass the time. It's a good thing that I, yeah. I I still wear a mask even on the gym equipment when it's not necessarily mandatory when you're actively working out. Because there were several times where I like my mask doubled as a Kleenex, yeah, you know, uh-huh. wiping mm-hmm. my tears. Uh, it was beautiful. It was uh-huh. beautiful, beautiful yeah. snow service and everything, and they had gorgeous weather. Um, which is nice. Uh, so uh, you can watch the entire thing on the internet. The Royal Family's YouTube channel has got like just the pomp and circumstance, and then the BBC's got like a whole bunch of commentary beforehand, which I listened to a good chunk of it. Some very interesting to- stories that people told. Um, mm-hmm. So um, the sad occasion yet uh, one for the history books you know, we could say that i was there or you know at least i was alive when x event happened so anyways we'll stick with the uh, unfortunately 10 o'clock news um with 
a few passings, unfortunately. Uh, first up, uh, you may not know him by name, uh, but you, you would know his work. Uh, Felix uh, Sila, um, who played, among other things, Cousin It on the 60s Adams Family TV series, uh, has passed away at the age of 84 after a battle with uh, pancreatic cancer. Ooh. And I just found the 60s Adams Family on Pluto TV just this last week. And those who are in, from the 80s know him as the voice of Twiggy. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> from Buck Rogers. Yep. That's how I grew up rec <laughs> recognizing him. Not that I didn't watch yeah. the Adams Family reruns growing up, but I never put two and two together until reading that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's only, uh, uh, yeah, roles uh, for your, so many actors, I'm sure, in the, during that time period mm -hmm. uh, that could that could do what you know he could do because of his size because he was only four feet tall mm -hmm. um so that made him uh <clears throat> adaptable for certain certain roles including the true. hang gliding ewok in return of the jedi <laughs> so there there's another one you you would know him from yep yes Yep. Um, he was uh, born in Italy, um, and he came into the came to the U.S. in the '50s and uh, first started off as a performer for Ringling Brothers and uh, Barnum and Bailey Circus. He was a trapeze artist, a tumbler, and a bareback horse rider. So that's kind of that's kind of awesome. That is quite yeah. the resume. That would explain why he probably had no issue uh, hang gliding as an Ewok. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Absolutely. String me up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Have you seen my resume? Yes. <laughs> you want me to jump off this thing? Absolutely. Just tell me where you want me to go. <laughs> yeah, so um, he was um, in the last few years he's been um a pretty regular on the convention circuit uh, so there were several posts from different conventions and other people in the convention circuit uh, that have uh, encountered him that made posts so that was nice um and then uh uh, this next one, um, Helen McCroy, who, as we were talking about Harry Potter <laughs> and wands and magic, um, we, I think those of us at least of a certain age know her best as Narcissa Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies, mm -hmm. um, has passed away at the age of 52 after a battle with cancer. <sighs> Yes, I, I saw that. I actually saw it on a Doctor Who um, Instagram because she was also um, Vampires, was of Vampires of Venice. Venice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's right. 
the 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 mother vampire, I, Signora mm-hmm. Cal- Calvieri. Uh, I always forget the. Yeah, I think so. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah, something real I, close to it. Yeah, I was just like, oh man, and like fifty-two is not that old, really. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that one, ugh, cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a oh. fan. No, no, I don't know anyone who is. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's just it's hard when you hear these things, and but you know, she definitely left behind a memorable body of work. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, yep. Um. Uh, actually, according to um. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, um, McCrory had actually she had been cast as Bellatrix. Uh, for, wow. Yeah, when wow. Bellatrix was going to make her first on-screen appearance, <clears throat> and um, uh, Helen had to drop out because uh, uh, she ended up falling pregnant, um, and that uh, opened up for Helena Bonham Carter to take over. Uh, so then when they needed to cast with Narcissa, <clears throat> that's when, when Helen got to play the... Uh... I think I think she was better as Narcissa, honestly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. I think so. I really think somebody like Helena Bonham Carter was probably ideal for Bellatrix. So it worked out Either way, she was still in Harry Potter. Yep. And probably mm-hmm. in in the role that yeah, it's probably better. Yeah. Um she just she just had the 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 snootiness mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Quite yeah. well. Yep. So um and then she was she's also like we said she's she's been in Doctor Who and um uh, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> for I call that's a good one, and like, <laughs> yeah, I have to. I just haven't one. sat down to <laughs> watch it yet. Yeah. yeah, that's always the trick: finding time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I've seen this recently, like in the last year, and for some reason, I apparently could completely blank that she was in it but she plays um the wife of prime minister tony blair in the queen the film with um what's her name that plays the queen i can't think of her yes yeah, helen Mirren playing the queen but uh michael sheen plays tony blair so mm-hmm. <laughs> she was michael sheen's wife oh. in the queen so <laughs> It all comes around. I to watch that. Mm-hmm. It all comes full circle. Indeed, it does. Yep. So. <sighs> all right. Uh, so there's those, and then uh, one more, a l- little closer to home. Unfortunately, uh, I can't believe we're having to. <laughs> Just after. Uh, um, just after Kathleen passing, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yep. Um, 
but um, Chris Mao, the other half of the, the the kind of the creators and owners of the Blue Box Cafe in Elgin, Illinois, just outside of Chicago, passed away over the weekend at the age of 54 after battling melanoma uh, for the last year and a half. Again, cancer. Cancer sucks. There's a reason yes, KJ right. has founded Can- KJ's Cancer Sucks because it does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, if you remember us talking about when his wife, Kathleen, passed away suddenly um, and I think seemingly unexpectedly what a month ago yeah that is yeah yeah um and you know uh I had I had yet to make it out to blue box but you know we we had we had Chris on the show a couple years ago um Mm -hmm. as a as a guest and um yeah yeah, no, Kathleen died in February, so yeah, yeah it's been a couple of months, but still. Still, um, that is real yeah. close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, um, there is, as we're recording this, there's supposed to be uh, open to public visitation uh, Thursday. Um, at the funeral home in Elgin, and then the service will be um, this this Friday. But we'll have a link in the show notes for information um, to that. So if you happen to, you know, if you're in the area, was a, a fan of the the cafe. Um, the the cafe was closed over the weekend. They are supposed to be open, I think, through Thursday, and then they're going to close um, for the. I'm assuming so you know the employees and stuff can go to the, the service mm-hmm. and the like um and beyond that the future of the cafe is i guess up and up in the air now that both owners yeah. are mm-hmm. passed so yeah. well, shoot yeah mm-hmm. hopefully you know with with you know luck and you know hopefully mm-hmm. circumstances are such as that the cafe can continue um to uh to be open and and run because uh, i i would like to get up there at some point you know it's it's a doctor who themed restaurant i mean hello yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's just one of those things that's like you hear about and you're like oh i'd love to go see it or you know go go visit it and for whatever reason either you make it or you don't yeah yeah that's i mean in in some part it's 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 a little bittersweet just because yeah but at the same time it's all uh yeah did they i don't know did they have kids or anything or i don't believe so okay not that i the not that i'm aware of okay um so and I I've I've been keeping up with Rob Southgate has been really really good about you know keeping uh, you know posting updates and and stuff and um, you know if anyone <clears throat> just kind of in solidarity uh, he's been asking for people to post uh, selfies of themselves preferably with a sonic screwdriver if you have one but anything Doctor Who related you may have. Um, mm-hmm. 
and um, I'll put in the show notes. I forget what the hashtag is, hashtag that, that uh, Rob said to use, um, just kind of as a, a community type thing. So um, if folks want to uh, do that as well, I'll put the I'll put the hashtag in the in the, in the show notes. So. Yeah. Oh, and I will I will I will keep my, my eyes and ears peeled for any updates, you know, as far as the the cafe's future is, is concerned. So I hate to see a good business go under because of unfortunate mm-hmm. circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So support local, support your local family owned businesses, folks. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on to things more happy. Um, So uh, we've got from Marvel um, uh, as a, (laughs) I don't know, I I was, this may have been intentionally planned, but uh, it's in, I guess, in somewhat celebration of the stars birthday because it happens to be his birthday today um (laughs) (laughs) he was like best birthday present ever uh um, we have gotten our first uh look at shang chi and the legend of the ten rings coming this september or uh entry into the mcu and oh my goodness this just it looks like it's gonna be fun just mm-hmm. lots and lots mm-hmm. of fun so um you know i know a yeah, lot I mean, of people i know a lot of people did not like it and panned it but it does re it does have it reminds me of iron fist uh, <laughs> so if you manage to sit through the iron fist series on on netflix uh Maybe this one will be better if you didn't like Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. So so it's all the same universe, way. but yeah, you know, it's 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 uh, you know, if you if you've ever been a fan of you know kung fu movies, you know, Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. Bruce Lee, and the like, mm-hmm. um, this this will be right up your alley. This is going to be yeah. right up your alley. So you know, even something like it's not necessarily a. a accurate comparison but even something like power rangers you know mm-hmm. <laughs> well that that last that last scene where he's like posing on the subway in the trailer yeah. i was like that is totally a power rangers thing to do. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's that's what i thought of so you know yeah. if i'm not supposed to oh well yeah <laughs> that's what i thought of yeah okay so i've watched the trailer a couple of times but did any of you guys catch the disney easter egg I did not missed it. Yeah. Nope. No. Enlighten us, please. Okay. There's. It's a real quick shot of because you know it's like this whole like his father is like you know I let you live your life, you know being normal or whatever, uh, and you know there's shots of him like you know working and going to the grocery store and hanging out with um, uh, 
I don't know if I don't know if this the, this Katie gal is like his girlfriend or or what played by Aquafina who is looks like she's going to be hilarious in this. She's funny, um, but uh, there's a shot of them uh, at karaoke. You can see that like he and Aquafina are standing next to each other. They got mic. I think they got microphones in their hands, and you know just like laughing and singing. It's a real quick shot, but you can see the screen behind them with the lyrics because you know karaoke they put up the the lyrics mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. the lyrics it's a quick shot and it's only like one line from the song but it's obvious the lyrics it's a whole new world from aladdin <laughs> nice. i'm like wait a minute i know those lyrics because <laughs> it's like over sideways and under is like the uh, line or whatever okay. i'm like i know that song well played mm -hmm. marvel disney easter egg now that's how you do like a disney easter egg in in marvel not the hidden yeah. <laughs> yeah well there may be hidden mickeys on there or something i don't know i don't know about hidden mickeys in the mcu I've never really like looked into that. They probably that, probably do exist. Uh, there's some for for those who are really really sharp eyed. Yes, I yeah. find stuff so, like that. Yeah, but that was just, it's on it's, YouTube. The yeah. So now when you watch the 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 trailer, when they it's a real quick shot of of he and Aquafina at karaoke, and it's like ha ha Aladdin. <laughs> So I was like, ha Easter egg. Uh, like, I know what that is. Yes. <laughs> it's like for once I didn't miss something. Yay me. Catch <laughs> yourself. Can I can watch this trailer. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm like Captain America. I understood that reference. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah. Anyway, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings this September hopefully won't change <laughs> yeah although i i really i really feel like that one we can probably plan on i, I mean, think still, so. still write it in pencil but things yeah. are looking yeah. a lot more settled yes mm -hmm. especially for the fall yep so yeah. so but uh, yeah i'm i'm excited i have really know nothing about change and like the comic book origins and all that and you know just like with everything else i don't really care because i'm here for it yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, well and it's like same like it's, I haven't even... it, it, it's like i'm really excited to you know have something to look forward to at the movie theater that too <laughs> something that you know is that's, actually that might, might actually be worth going out of my house to see a movie mm -hmm. Oy. Mm -hmm. well especially the marvel movies you know with all the yeah. big action set pieces and stuff yeah. it's like yeah the bigger the bigger the screen the better yeah yeah so, so that's yay. exciting yay that was a, that was a nice thing to to wake up to and be like JJ is like ooh on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, usually they don't drop those till like Tuesday or Thursday. Yeah, yeah, nice. but then they're but then they were all then like uh, uh, Simu Liu, uh, who's playing Shang Chi. He was like best birthday present ever, and I'm like ah, that's when they <laughs> that's did it on why. a Monday. <laughs> Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to us! 
Or mm-hmm. it's like, you know, happy birthday to you. Thanks for the present for everybody. Yes. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for sharing your birthday present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Happy end birthday to the rest of us. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So that's really it for you. Some housekeeping in the uh, tangentially related uh, Five Ish Fangirls podcasting universe, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh the gold standard uh i got uh if you're a patreon supporter got a new episode in mm-hmm. the the feeds um, yes you did with <laughs> special guest holly talking yep. about again ewoks uh star yes. wars return of the jedi uh-huh. uh so uh that was a uh a fun discussion it's always fun to it talk sure star wars. was so yes Ewoks, and I think we may have finally convinced Nick <laughs> to watch other Star Wars stuff because he's not—he's so. not a convert quite yet. No. Ah. <laughs> so I think we're slowly edging him closer. Yeah, I think he's—I think he's finally gonna sit down and watch Mandalorian. I yes. think. <laughs> I don't Hopefully. know if it'll have the same impact as I think he I think he'll still appreciate for what it oh, is. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and then when he I well, I hope it's a case for him in Italy. I don't know about like other regions as far as Disney Plus, but he also mm-hmm. sounded excited to learn that the, the two Ewok movies were available on Disney Plus too. So <laughs> <laughs> Battle of Endor and Caravan of Courage. Courage. Yes. Oh, oh my, my childhood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he's like, I feel eight again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like six or seven. Oh, six or seven. I was guessing. Okay. Yeah. It might have been closer to seven, eight with the uh, one with Wilford Brimley. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, good so, old yes. Wilford. Yes, yes. <laughs> the still young child at heart. Yes. Uh, so that's available for Patreon supporters. So, and yeah, you, know, you could become a Patreon supporter now, and you would get the backlog. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're missing out. You can join at any time and get the backlog of Patreon episodes. Um, yep. And then for just your regular uh, podcast feeds wherever you get your podcast uh back in the i guess the to steal from big finish the main line uh (laughs) (laughs) we finish out the 1940s finally uh with the uh our 22nd best picture winner all the king's men (laughs) so we're going to now move to the 1950s, where at least some of the Best Picture nominees, if not the winners, are in color. <clears throat> now in color. Yes. That was an actual like piece of... I think I forgot to mention it, actually, in the episode, but the, that was the would be the last year that all of the Best Picture nominees were in black and white. So going forward, at least one of the nominees will be in color. <laughs> so <laughs> winners, 
maybe not so much. There's still gonna be a lot of black and white in my future, unfortunately, but um, at least for this coming week episode, but thankfully the episode after that, it's in full color. <laughs> yay. Yay, 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 yay. Thank goodness. No. <sighs> now, 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 I will, I will put in a, a little, a little uh, caveat, like because to, to kill a mockingbird, that one be- best picture in the '60s, I believe. Yeah, and that one's so in said, black and white. Yeah, and it, yeah, and it is an excellent movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't yeah. know if you guys are gonna like it, but. I, I remember watching it because we watched the movie after we read the book in high mm-hmm. school. I just, I love the book. And I remember liking the movie. And yeah. the movie I loved you know, too, in high so school. Like, I, I, I had to watch it. So, yeah, it was one of those. I was like, when I, you know, I was like, I have to own this book and I have to own the movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. There are very few that I'm like, I need both. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is one of them. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I, in, uh, yeah no. It's, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I, was, I remember in high school when we went we watched the movie after we read the book and a bunch of my classmates were like oh it's black and white we're gonna hate it and then they end up loving it. No, like, oh. no, no, no. It's is... not that I just like black and white. I'm just you know after twenty two. No. Uh, that that <laughs> is true. Yeah. Twenty one because Gone with the Wind was at least in color. It yeah, I was gonna say color. Gone with the Wind was in color. Twenty one of twenty two. <laughs> right. Black and white. Or sepia, really. I think wings was more sepia than black and white because it had that yellowish tint to it, but still. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm ready for some color. (laughs) Especially Mm -hmm. considering there have been, like, you know, lots of other movies that are starting to be released at least in that same same time period that are in color. So, it's like... You're like, come on, Academy, get with the program. Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's my own personal... <laughs> issue. So, but anyway. Uh so that's available in your feeds wherever. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's the gold standard mainline. <laughs> <laughs> and Ewoks are in the Patreon feed, so yeah. Yes. There you go. All right. Moving on to feedback. Uh so uh, we got a couple of, of messages of feedback from Shalane because we did hold off on feedback last week. So mm-hmm. um, did get a little backed up, but that's okay. Um, but uh, so she says uh, she is excited for the new Space Jam movie. You and me both, girlfriend. Uh, she loved the first one growing up. Um, um and yeah, she does. She likes all forms of Disney, you know, uh, or animation, you know, Disney, Looney Tunes, Scooby Doo, all the like. Um, and she agrees with my assessment. It does kind of look like Ready Player One in a Warner Brothers uh, uh, movie pushed together. Um, so, yeah, and Ralph breaks the internet. That's a, that's a good. Mm-hmm. good comparison too with yeah. all the, the different IPs and stuff in it so yeah uh, do, 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 do. Um, she says she's also excited for Zendaya to be playing Lola <laughs> I think Zendaya will probably be a good Lola so 
Um, she's also excited for the Loki series. It looks so good. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, agree 100% with that. That, that. that will be a fun one. Yeah. Um, and then um, talking about uh, the upcoming uh, final seasons of The Crown. Appropriate. Um, uh, I know some of the casting we knew already. Um, I don't think I knew this, though. Did we know that Jonathan Price was going to be playing Prince William or Prince uh, Philip? Uh, I, I saw it. Oh. I saw it in an article today. Um, it was talking about Imelda Staunton playing the Queen. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, because yeah, I remember I, talking it was... about it, and we were all like, you know, because <laughs> I think of Imelda Staunton. We all go to Harry Potter. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, yeah. and Professor Umbridge, and yes. it's like, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, I didn't. I had not heard that. That Jonathan Price was supposed to be playing Prince Philip, so that's uh, I can kind of see that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll work. Yeah. Speaking uh, of Prince Philip, I read a little trivia thing mm-hmm. that um, it seems obvious now, but I didn't realize until I read it that um, Prince Philip from Sleeping Beauty was named after that Prince Philip. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I heard that but forgot. Um, and now I'm remembering because you just said so. <laughs> <laughs> Which now I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Uh-huh. So it's like, you know, if you hear somebody, you know, if it's just in conversation, you hear somebody say Prince Philip and you're like, wait, wait, okay. you know, yeah, look and see like what company you're in. Like, are these Disney yeah. people? Are we talking about the, you know, the Disney prince? <laughs> or are we talking about the uh, the husband of Queen Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which member of royalty are we talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, seeing the uh, final seasons of The Crown mm-hmm. play out. Yes, will be interesting. Uh, yes, for sure. I still haven't watched any. I feel so bad. I think. Well, I think for now, right now, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna wait until the last season comes out. <laughs> I'm just gonna binge watch all. <laughs> you might be I waiting a pay- while. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> so. you might want to pace yourself too. It's pretty intense in some places. Yeah, You're like I yeah, need to I just, take a break I, yeah, and watch something more fluffy. Yeah. And like yeah, I was saying like wait a second. There's there's the royal. there's well even without like the royal family drama, just because of the sheer amount of world history it covers. Oh, true. You know, from Elizabeth becoming queen to eventually ending. I think I think it's going to go up too close to I think her diamond jubilee, which was 2012 ish. Um, yeah, they 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 said they're not going to come all the way to present day yeah um but still i mean that's a lot of world history right yeah that just things that. happening in the world that you know sometimes directly affected you know the crown and in mm-hmm. some cases didn't but they were still keeping you know tabs yeah, they, on they were things. still yeah yeah, world leaders, that kind of thing. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, 
maybe I change maybe I'll change my mind and start it. Soon. Start, you know, if if you don't want to binge it, just kind of start. Yeah. Start slow. Yeah, just do one season and then go and watch something else for a while and then come back and do another yeah, season. Cause, so, cause cause you got four seasons right now mm-hmm. to watch. So, and yeah. then there's two more coming. I'll tell myself that now, like, if I start, like, oh, just do one season, knowing me, by the time of season one is over, I'm like, I'm going to have to start season two right now. Well, <laughs> there you go. Well, that's mm-hmm. between you and your play button on Netflix, so. Yes. <laughs> If you if you start arguing with with the Netflix box or the Netflix app, oh yes. my gosh, then then you might have some problems. But uh-huh. anyway, the crown. Yep. So, well, speaking of royalty, and, I was going to say, and uh, world, world <laughs> events. Uh, we are they we are, are gonna, they are, are going to stick with people who wear wear uh, crowns, mm-hmm. um, although. Uh, Slightly well, further back in history. Well, they they are <laughs> related. They are yes. Yeah. If you go back to, to, the to Queen point, Victoria, yes, to the yes. point where um actually where we, we mentioned Louis Mountbatten last week, he was actually mm-hmm. sweet on uh, Maria Ro- Romanov. Ro- well, Maria Rom- Nikolaevna is how the, you know the, the naming convention in Russia. But anyway, yeah. we're talking about the movie Anastasia, <laughs> and we'll probably touch upon some of the historical aspects of uh, we're gonna have to just because yes yes. they really had to i mean this i mean this is a fantastical story anyway you know it's more fairy tale than real life Uh because you know there's magic and a talking bat yes yeah i I always used to defend that that movie yeah uh, yeah, things like that involved um so but so but they also use stuff from actual history that did occur mm-hmm. but they really had to like this is not technically this is not a disney movie this is a 20th century no. fox this was actually fox animation studios which they developed it was actually their first movie yes from the animation official loose. animation studio mm-hmm. um so and it yeah it ended up being one of Don Bluth's most like financially successful movies. Yeah, it was his like entire his, career. His first okay, so I, I read somewhere like is it was his first financially successful movie since All Dogs Go to Heaven, and this mm-hmm. was probably oh I have to remember I think this might have been his last one that he, that was actually really successful because Titan AE was we don't talk about that one financially i i like that movie but uh the fallout from it was um but now anastasia um if you are coming into this thinking you're going to get a historical biopic type of thing you're going to be severely disappointed no but i do have we i I do have a recommendation though if you would like that (laughs) yeah if, if that's what you're looking for and and i i have put some some books you can read and some other um uh resources that because honestly okay so this this movie i saw i don't think i i might i can't remember if i saw it in theaters but i remember seeing it close to when it came out 
and I loved it. I have loved, I loved it ever, it ever since, since it came out. It's one of my absolute favorite Same. animated movies. Mm-hmm. And I, it, you know, the music is great. I love the story. I, I kind of like that they kind of shied away from, you know, real, the real Russian revolution and all that stuff because it is, it is so, so dark, dark and so horrific when you find out what happened. Mm-hmm. Although later I was like, oh, Anastasia, I, you know, I want to, I like, I knew that, that this did not, this was not a historically accurate depiction of it. But I'm like, I, now I'm interested, like, what is the real story? And it's fascinating and really sad, but fascinating. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So I, yeah, but no, it's, so, I, I mean, even at the beginning of the movie, I, I rewatched it last night. Um you know, when they have Angela Lansbury talking about, you know, how life was like before the curse or, you know, Rasputin. So they introduce Rasputin from the beginning of there and it's like, he sold his soul for the for the power to destroy the Romanov family. It's like, okay, this is a fairy tale version of it. Mm-hmm. Go with it. So, you know, they do yeah. not pretend to be anything other than what it is. So enjoy it. <laughs> but it's... Um, so, you know, it's it's the story of uh, Anastasia, you know, she's the, the youngest daughter of the Tsar, Tsar Nicholas and Tsarina, and, uh, um, Alexandria. And, you know, in, in the, the, the Russian Revolution in, uh, in 19, well, it took place in 1918, but in the movie, it happens in 1916. Um, let's see, like they don't even get the dates right, and I kind of think that's on purpose. Um, but you know, the, the revolution happened. They well, there had been uh, there had been unrest in well, Russia yes. for quite it, yeah. a long a long time. But the well, I, I'm just first world no, war was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> like if you read, um, I believe it's the Romanov sisters by Helen Rappaport. Um, I have a link to it in the in the show notes. That one talks about like there was all this unrest and stuff before the war. And then the war kind of put it on, well, not well, I don't want to say put it on pause, but it kind of put it to the back burner. It just the focus and just then, kind of moved. Yeah, the, yeah, the focus moved around. But um, you know, as far as politically, Nicholas was not a very good czar, but he was an excellent yeah. father. If he yeah. could have just been a dad yeah. and took taking care of his family, he would have been just. It would have been just fine. Yeah. Um, there were there was mm-hmm. there was. I guess probably the easiest way to do this is to just go through the movie and maybe yeah, talk that's, about that's the, what I was trying. To what was through. actually happening? Happened, you oh, know, the, what yeah. actually happened in real life? Yeah, because um, yeah. so, otherwise you know, we could get really because yeah, because we'll, we'll the get, dates and stuff don't necessarily match. But um, um, but yeah, yeah when because Nicholas was heir to the throne, mm-hmm. and they they didn't really have any other options because that's a way that's the way it, it was set up and yeah. but in, um, his father was like like this big like burly bear of a man you know the big beard and muscles and tall and very intimidating he was really good like military leader and strategist and stuff yeah. and to put it bluntly a lot of people considered his heir you know nicholas to kind of be an idiot yeah, when it he came was, to he was not, like he, he was official not like things yeah, <laughs> he the was, knowledge he was, required to rule, and they're yeah, like, he for for whatever reason, he just it just did never none of that political 
ruling stuff never clicked with him mm-hmm. and i mean there were things that were going on um you know this is my opinion on on Russia in general. Their culture is beautiful. The 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 music, the literature, the art. I mean, I, I've I've put together a Pinterest board of just of, of things, um, you know, photos of of the Romanovs and some artwork and, and other things. And you know, their 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 dresses, their their clothes is gor- It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Artwork. Mm-hmm. Russia. Their culture is gorgeous. Their politics are garbage. <laughs> Yeah, and this is true yeah. throughout history. Um, yeah, but and their uh, and their reach at this time was ridiculous. Like when when Nicholas became czar, he was the 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 Romanov dynasty essentially um, was <clears throat> like the largest like single monarchy in the world, and the yeah we're talking russia but it's not like russia today like if you look at a map russia the 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 romanov kind of reach i think in a one documentary i watched he essentially was ruler of like one third of the world's land mass yeah and when because they'll they'll use they'll use the term emperor or empress of all the russias Mm -hmm. and so it was like kind of like sort of like how germany wasn't unified like because it was like prussia and uh what was the other one there's a there was like there was like these little provinces and it was all kind of there's a lot of places that don't exist now on the map (laughs) yeah um russia was kind of the same way in a way but anyway so so the movie you know starts off with they're celebrating their 300th anniversary whereas in real life they it was 500 years but whatever we won't quibble with that and the whole story starts off with um, Empress, Dowager Empress Marie, Nicholas's mother, uh, you know, Anastasia's grandmother. She's played by Angela Lansbury. She's narrating and she's kind of, you know, reminiscing about, you know, there's this time of, you know, palaces and parties and we're celebrating and it was a good time. And my, and my granddaughter, Anastasia, you know, she didn't want me to go back to Paris. So she gives her a gift on this, like during this, this, big this ball this, this celebration of of this anniversary and uh and and empress marie gives anastasia this this music box that it, it turns on with this necklace uh that says together in paris and uh and you know the and but then you know rasputin crashes the party and he curses the romanovs to die within two weeks he yeah. says you will die within the fortnight and it's like all, and it, and it, you know, Christopher Lloyd plays Rasputin, so it's big and bombastic, and mm-hmm. he's the animated villain of of the movie, and he is, they they, they pull no punches with this, and yes, he sold he's his so soul. campy. It is. Yes. It is. It, it, the thing is, is like, yeah, it's the thing is, is that, campy. yeah, is as fantastical as this movie is, and you know, obviously, like Rasputin selling his soul, probably was uh, he may have done something where he thought he sold his soul i don't know mm-hmm. who knows um, Res- Resputin in real life he's a he's yeah a this is work. yeah for but, for yeah. it is being over the is seemingly over the top it's actually a pretty accurate portrayal of the real Rasputin. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he really was like extremely <laughs> well that too but like he was extremely like flamboyant and he loved the party and he loved to hang around, you know, like have like a, uh, 
he was a, a known mm-hmm. like philanderer. <clears throat> he, you know, he he loved drinking and you know hanging out with the ladies. And, and so he he enjoyed yeah. the attention that came from the kind of the mystique of you know being a, a you know a, a sorcerer or whatever yeah. mystic. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was he was supposed to be like a not really a priest, but some kind of you know holy religious yeah. someone who could who could heal quote unquote um well alexi the the young the, the boy the youngest boy because he was like a lot like a lot of the royals um across europe they were he was he was a hemophiliac mm-hmm. a, which you know we could go into that there's another that's another rabbit hole to go down so but he was yeah. simply and and that's what happens books. when you leave things in the genetic line <laughs> and, yeah. don't, and don't diversify with your genetics yeah that <laughs> was stuff gets that, passed that, down that, it's like you want to keep the blood pure well that's what happens guys mm, yeah. um but anyway so but the movie does not touch on any of this because because really uh, uh what what uh, Don Bluth and and uh, I believe it was Gary Colton or Coleman I swear no it's Gary Goldman Goldman sorry yes like every Coleman. time I see it though I I for some reason I see the Gary and I want to drop the G on his last name and think it's Gary Oldman and I'm like no that's uh, someone completely different very. Uh, <laughs> so is Gary Coleman oh my gosh okay yes. anyway so Don Bluth and company thought that the real story was just too dark for. Mm-hmm. But they want. But this is what they wanted to do. And if a story is too dark for Don Bluth, you know it's guy, dark. Yeah, you. This is a guy I'm you brought still us. Still traumatized from all dogs go to heaven. So yeah, this is a guy who brought us Rats of Nim and and American Tale and Land Before Time. If this is if it's too dark for him, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you know, rescue. That's like comes. saying Tim Burton. You know, so it'd be like if Tim Burton was to be like too much black. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, what is it? Just a black piece of paper? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so you know the the curse the curse comes and basically it, it takes the form of these little sprites, these little evil sprites, I guess, encouraging the people, the unrest to storm the palace. It is implied that 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 they murdered that they, they killed the the royal family. This is in the movie. Um, but Anastasia runs back for her music box that she left in her room, and her grandmother runs after her. And um, a young servant boy, you know, sneaks him out of the servants' quarters, which is you know this this door in the wall, and he gets him out and stops the 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 people from trying to kill him. And and but she leaves the music box behind, and the boy Dimitri ends up with it. And mm-hmm. then um, then then Anastasia and her grandmother run out of the city. Uh, Rasputin tries to catch him, but he falls in the ice. And Bartok's just kind of like um sorry <laughs> and uh they but uh bartok the bat you know yeah and then, uh anastasia albino bat albino bat albino bat yeah uh and then anastasia and her grandmother try to escape on the train her grandmother makes it on the train anastasia does not she falls hits her head and you know it's next time we see her she's at an orphanage and she has no idea and it's been 10 years and it's been 10 years and she's leaving the orphanage because she's too old to be there and uh comrade flemingkoff has gotten her a job <laughs> yes <laughs> it's just yeah. like, i wonder how many times you know how many how often that name has gone over people's heads <laughs> <laughs> flemingkoff 
lemon. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, so she's she's a peach. Um anyway, and then Anastasia, well, Anya. Um it's like it's obvious it's Anastasia cuz you know. Yeah. Then she's the protagonist. That's in yes. the, it's in the name of the movie. Yeah. Um there's so many things there that I wish they kind of expanded upon like where did she get the name Anya from? Like yes. Mm-hmm. Is that I like was was that like she thought like when she was found because supposedly she was just found wandering the streets yeah after falling and hitting her head and like apparently forgetting her entire life up to up to that point and it's like you know she has the the necklace from her grandmother around her neck that apparently she got to keep but then she goes by the name Anya it's like well where did that come from because that's awfully close to her actual name yeah it, it and it could just be like that's all she could remember, or you know, it's I, who I don't know how am, amnesia works. Um, this is you know convenient fairy tale amnesia because there's because mm-hmm. I mean there's this whole big musical number about a rumor in Saint Petersburg, and they're all whispering it because you know they don't want the uh, the the uh, people in charge to find out that they're and, and i just and, and i've only realized this recently because as a kid i was like well you know why is it a big deal i mean but then i was like oh right if you know any mention of you know during you know the soviet union any mention of of the royal family was mm-hmm. oh bueno yeah because um, that what that's ultimately what led to the end of the the romanov line is there was a, a an uprising essentially from the you know the lower classes who were sick and tired of being poor and yeah. struggling and meanwhile you've got this you know aristocracy that likes that were extremely opulent mm-hmm. they loved any time that they did anything it just had to be over the top with yeah. you know glitz and glamour and you know if, every, given the every, time period yeah. this was and, kind of that was kind of the time for big yeah Big so and, yeah and fancy the, the, and the haves and the have-nots and the have-nots were tired of not having yeah. anything um so and then yeah so they there was there was some unrest mm-hmm. and there were uh uh just uh, uh people that saw this unrest you know building up and they're like oh we can take advantage of that and help throw oh yeah essentially overthrow yeah. the monarchy so that so then we can be in charge and have all the power it, it, and the exa- money and the stuff it, well and <laughs> They were doing it under the guise of, you know, that yes. we will be the ones that will make sure we'll, that the, the little man gets the. We'll we'll hand out all the good all, all the stuff. You just you know you just go and keep in your place and do your thing. But anyway, yeah, there's the but... if you know <laughs> if you know any you know, if you if you know anything about history of this this time of year, there's a, a gentleman by the name of Lenin. <laughs> That's kind of important. Yeah, <laughs> he was one of the he was one of the people that helped lead the you know yeah. to to lead the the lower classes and be like, come yeah. comrade, you know, I will I will help, and he helped yeah. lead the revolution to overthrow the the monarchy, yeah. and and Nick they eventually forced Nicholas to abdicate the throne, mm-hmm. essentially. Yes, and they were just gonna they were gonna just let him live out his life in in exile, but. Uh, they got they they got twitchy and yeah mm-hmm. plans changed plans yeah. changed we'll and get to that 
we'll get to that. But anyway, back to Anastasia, the movie. So she gets, so, you know, so, you know, there's this, um, you know, people think that Anastasia may have, have survived. They don't really go into how this rumor got started uh, or anything like that, but it's just, I mean, it's, but they, you Which know, they there were rumors like that in real yeah, life. So, so Not that, just yeah. her, but yeah. num- uh, s- uh, several members of the yeah. of the family. Because uh, there, there were, you know, because they, they had relatives all over Europe in, in, in you know, the, the different royal families. And there were, you know, there, there were, I think there were some people planning or trying to make plans to get them out of there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is why. They there were some just, other yeah. Well, we'll get to that. I would say there's yes. some forensic things yes. that made people think that so maybe some of them survived, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yes, yes, it, yes. Um, so anyway, so that that's and that's really where this where the origins of this story come from is is because because the revolution was so frenetic and because the Soviet Union was so secretive about everything about their history, especially history that made them look not very good. Um, mm-hmm. So you know this the, the the rumor was like one of the daughters survived and some and 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 so you know for some reason Anastasia that's the one that was the the because they, they had four daughters um, Anastasia is the one that the rumor stuck for and so in the in the story you know Anastasia decides not to go to the fishing village and goes to Saint Petersburg to figure out a way to get to Paris because on the little necklace all it says is together in Paris. And that's where she thinks her family must be. So, and then, so she gets there and she finds out that um, she needs to see a guy named Dimitri who can help, can help. So he's, and, and, you know, he was in the first song and he's, he's, he's a con artist. He's trying to find a girl to play Anastasia so that they can trick the grandmother. Cause she's offering this huge reward, 10 million rubles. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, to, to, you know, anyone who can, who can, uh, reunite her with her with her granddaughter um so he's like well we're just gonna hire a girl to play the part and we'll you know by the time the empress finds out then you know we'll be we'll be off with our money um so anyway so and so anya goes to the palace which is where dimitri and his friend vlad are squatting basically because no one else is living there uh and you know, and then so like, like memories start to come out, and that's where you get the that beautiful "Once Upon a December" sequence, where mm-hmm. she, you know she's just walking through the palace, and it becomes you know see all the kind of memories of the people coming out, and she's got you know, her sisters come out, and she sees her father. She doesn't know who these people are, but it's all you know very very fairy tale, very magical. Then Dimitri and Vlad find her and say, "Hey, you look a lot like like Anastasia. Do you want to be our Anastasia?" or like you might be her so let's go and you just want you want to go to paris her grandmother's in paris let's go see if you're her <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know she has you know she has no other way to get there so she kind of just goes along with it and and um not and oh go ahead and they're kind of training her too for responses but then she says something and dimitri cotton's on like ooh yeah she well well might he be yeah like like vlad is like you know, she, you know they're, they're you know they're talking about you know teaching her and and you know all these you know you know quizzing her on the names of royalty and the details about them and and she blurts out something like i recall this yellow cat and they're like we didn't tell her that yeah <laughs> uh, and it's so you know so she so you can tell things are starting to come back to her slowly and she doesn't really re- realize it and um 
And then along the way, you know, Rasputin is in limbo and Bartok takes, you know, you know, gets dragged down to limbo by by the reliquary uh that, that realizes yeah. and they realize the reason that he's stuck in limbo is because his curse hasn't been done because anastasia's still alive so he has to kill her in order for him to you know go you know move on with his Which, death so the, so the animation so, of of rasputin because he's dead but not dead he's right. a lich so if, if, yeah, if you know so, your D and D lore. He is a lich. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. it's like you know, you know, Bartok comes and finds him, and you know, he's talking to him, and things like you know, his lips have detached from his face and are sliding down his beard. <laughs> and, 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 and then and then the hand, which then Rasputin picks up and puts mm-hmm. right yeah. back where it's supposed yes. to be. It's gross. It's- Yes. yes, it is. But it's also hilarious. Like uh, yes. my favorite one is like his head melts down into his rib cage and it's mm. just kind of laying there and you see his ribs and the muscles. I mean, it's not like graphic because I think this I, is this G or PG. I can't remember. Um, but it's just it's just so ridiculous. And I love it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like usually I don't like that gory gross stuff but this one is just it's it's just funny the way that they the way that they did it it's and g then also, yeah <laughs> it, it is g <laughs> and then we do have to make a little comment about anastasia's cute little traveling oh, partner that she finds Buka, out wandering Buka. in the woods Buka. yes <laughs> which i swear i'm like every time i see this i'm like oh puka puka is one of those he, he he knows he's trying to he's he's guiding her to her destiny of being yes you know, mm-hmm. the grand duchess anastasia she's like give me a sign which way should i go and this dog comes and steals her scarf which she's out in the snow why isn't she wearing the damn thing um exactly. yeah. <laughs> and the dog starts takes off towards you know the sign that's point toward towards st petersburg and she's like She's like, give me back my scarf. I'm looking for a sign. And I'm like, dum dum. Yeah. <laughs> he is your well, sign. He is yeah. your sign. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I can take a hint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and, After and then a Puka moment. Finds the, then Puka finds the jewelry box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, here. Yeah. Because, because, because the music box is made so, ju- so that you don't know that it's a music box until you you turn the the locket or the, the necklace in the locket so dimitri just assumes that it's a it's a jewelry box and and even at one point you know vlad you know anastasia anya i keep calling her anastasia but well she is but uh anya finds tomato, the, tomato. The, yeah, yeah. Same, same character you know who i'm talking about she picks it up and vlad's like pretty jewelry box right she's like are you sure that's what it is and you can tell she's you know remembering things and mm-hmm. she's like something to do with a secret so so she's you know, so she's starting, so she's remembering these things, and then that's right before, so Rasputin, like, sends his, uh, little glowing bat minions to go try to kill Anastasia, uh, first time they, they crash the train, uh, which is, you know, they're in mortal peril, but they're, they still find ways to, to banter and quip at each other, her and Dimitri, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then If we later, get out of this alive, remind me to thank the, you. <laughs> yeah, so my, my favorite one is, like, the, the, the the chain grabs the tree or whatever it is and, and she goes to think that could have been you mm-hmm. <laughs> um but um 
and then then on the ship, uh, Rasputin sends the the little guys to give her a, a nightmare to make her sleepwalk off off the ship in the middle of a storm. Which you know that well, for her one, it wasn't it wasn't a nightmare at first it was well, a pleasant dream yes because uh-huh. they were because she was remembering a, a like you know going on a picnic or a, you know a, a trip to the countryside with her family uh, you know she follows her little brother and then she sees her sisters and her dad swimming in the lake and they keep saying jump jump which that actually they you know the real Romanoffs they did go on a lot of you know family trips to the to the country and so they mm-hmm. enjoyed that kind of thing so that one that is a detail that that is a good one but then you know they turn into these horrific monsters and dimitri comes in and saves her and it's very it's 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 very very charming very gallant and very very cute <laughs> um but and then they finally make it to paris they have to talk to the the uh the Dowager Empress's cousin Sophie, played by Bernadette Peters, and mm-hmm. Sophie and Vlad are sweet on each other, and it's like, is this a human or a cream puff? Yeah, <laughs> she kind of looks like a cream puff. Oh yes. Apparently, but- Bernadette Peters was not happy with the uh, design of of Ooh. Sophie. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm gonna say I really hope John Cusack was happy with the design of Dimitri because. Damn! <laughs> I, I this this movie came out at a certain time in my life, um, and yes, I've had a crush on Dimitri since then. Don't tell my husband, but <laughs> yeah, uh, there there is a story that the animators they were designing Dimitri, um, they wanted to make him less attractive, so they put a bump on his nose to make it look like he's they'd like broken it, and I'm like, and it's like no, that did that that had the opposite effect. <laughs> it finally occurred to me earlier today because of the design of Dimitri cuz you know John Cusack you know you know what he looks like you know it's like uh-huh. dark like super dark hair mm-hmm. almost black hair uh <clears throat> you know he, he, you know what he looks like if you've yes. seen him in in stuff um and between the design of Dimitri and his voice, he to me he was coming off as as he kept re- reminding me of somebody, but I could not for the life of me figure out like that voice with this animate you know with this uh-huh. look of this character. It's like who is this reminding me of? And it finally occurred to me earlier. He reminds me of Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He sounds you know, like Chris Pine, and Dimitri looks more like Chris Pine than John Cusack. So, to, yes. in my head, mm-hmm. I was seeing and hearing Chris Pine in like the first Wonder Woman movie. You know, if they ever mm-hmm. were to make a live-action version of this, I mean, it, it, there's a musical, but we'll get to yeah. that too. Um, maybe Chris Pine could play Dimitri. I don't know. Maybe. In fact, what, what, like I said, like I, he can I, he can sing. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Uh, clearly, because clearly that is not John Cusack singing. <laughs> no, he no. actually he actually admitted after he had already been hired that he could not sing. That yeah. they had to find somebody to sing well, for. It's him. it's not like that is unheard of in in these animated movies. To find yeah, a, a mm-hmm. singing voice. Sometimes you movie. hire someone who can do both, and then yeah. sometimes you need to. You know, yeah. in the case you got Bernadette Peters, obviously she can sing, so oh, they yeah. didn't need to dub her. They didn't need to dub 
um, <clears throat> Kelsey Grammer either. No. For Vlad, because he can sing. Christopher yeah. Lloyd, they did uh, dub with. Which, <laughs> it was I, years, years before I realized that was not Christopher Lloyd singing, because it, it's Jim Cummings. It's Jim Cummings. And it's like, wow, just, you know, it, it, the, it is so seamless between the speaking role of Rasputin and the singing part of Rasputin. It's like that. I mean, I, granted, this came out when I was like 12 mm-hmm. and, you know, and I, you know, and I, I watched it, you know, throughout middle school and high school. Um, but, you know, it's just like, there, there are just some things that just floor me when I find out about them. I'm like, that's Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Singing as Rasputin. Um, but, uh, so yeah. And then, you know, like I said, this was, you know, I, I was, you know, early, early teens when I saw this. So, so I didn't know what John Cusack looked like. Then I saw what he looked like and I'm like, that's not what I pictured. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. <clears throat> um, so anyway, so, you know, we get to Paris and, and at this point, the, you know, the dowager empress is like she's been had you know seen so many fake anastasias that she's like i'm done like because you know every time someone comes and says i found your granddaughter and it turns out not to be true i mean that's got to be hard because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. people are playing playing with with something you know, you've lost your family you, there's a possibility that one of them might still be alive and people are just treating it as, as a joke yeah basically well so like, i mean 10 million Rubles yes was, this is true in in but... that time period was uh yes. junk and change i am yeah nothing sure. to sneeze at i'm sure <laughs> no, even today no. that's probably a lot of money so yeah i i mean i yeah i mean of course it's gonna happen but at the same time i'm like i can understand why you know she's she's old she's done and then and of course this is right before the real anastasia shows up in paris on her doorstep um but they have to convince sophie before they'll see the, the the dowager empress but so sophie take but so so during the the interview sophie asks anya like how did you escape and uh, and you could see that this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie is like she asks a question and dimitri you can see him in the background he just has you know he just really acts like oh this is the one thing we didn't tell her and he's like oh we're screwed and then you see anya kind of think she's got the necklace and she's like there was a boy in the palace who opened a wall and Dimitri's like, wait a minute, that boy was me, because he was, you know, the kitchen boy. In, mm-hmm. in the, he worked in the palace, um, and uh, and then that's when he realizes we found her. Like this is, and, and then he just kind of figures, I mean, and by, and, you know, by this time, you know, it, this is it's a it's a romance. There's 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 a love story to it, and it, mm-hmm. and they they but this not up. being a Disney movie, it follows uh, a lot of the tropes and yes and steps. Yes. <laughs> but it's it, it it's also kind of they put a lot of work into making the the romance believable i mean there's the banter there's you know the the you know the little jabs back and forth but it's mm-hmm. but you can you know it, it's the whole i don't want to say enemies to lovers because they don't really hate each other they just kind of get on each other's nerves they were just strangers people who didn't know mm-hmm. each other yeah thrown yeah. into this situation you know, yeah. trying to make the best of it yeah and so and you know and and then you know they kind of get to know each other as they go too and you know he realizes that you know this you know 
she's found her family. It's just is something that she really wanted to know most of her life. And it would be wrong to, to, you know, take the money or, or capitalize on that. Yeah. But but he is just determined that she's going to meet, meet the empress. So, so, so they can be, re be reunited, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't tell her, which I'm just like, Oh, you idiot. Uh, But then again, Mm -hmm. they were, you know, lying to her from the beginning about why they wanted her to, to come do this, but whatever. But then there's that, that, that glorious scene where they go through Paris and they're shopping and just, it's just so happy. <laughs> and again, the, it, they the, had to put a number in there to give Bernadette Peters a chance to do what Bernadette well, Peters does best. Yeah. I mean, if you, you yeah. cast Bernadette Peters, you've got to have her sing. I mean, that's exactly. just, that's just wrong. Give it, you, you know, and this is, this is supposed to be the 19... 19- 20s ish so to give her some yeah. kind of like you know jazzy mm-hmm. you know number talking about how fantastic paris is it's right in her wheelhouse oh yes yes um, yeah so that's another one that's another fun one and so like they're being happy and stuff and dimitri's just being morose because they're like you found your family and now but like you can't be with me and blah 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 whatever then they go to i'm just a kitchen boy you know it's a it's a class thing yeah princesses don't marry kitchen boys even though she's like has you know she has no memory of her life as a princess or grand duchess but whatever um so then they go to the ballet because that's where they're going to meet the empress and you know and you could kind of one thing that bugged me for for a really long time is like okay sophie told them about the ballet when when she said that you know the empress didn't want to see anybody uh but she's like okay yeah we'll we'll get you in don't worry um and she even like winks at anya from across the the theater when they're in, in watching the ballet and, and sophie and the empress are in the, their royal box or you know, their, their their special box in the theater um but then i realized that you know when dimitri goes in to to announce on anastasia to the to the empress sophie's just like no she you won't see anybody but you know it, it, but you know because she's like playing that up for the empress um but then you know she says yeah you better go because because so, so like in that little bit it's like okay she's saying sorry we couldn't get this done for you even though we tried but you gotta go now but i love <laughs> then then dimitri she's is just very nope you're gonna you're gonna meet her at you're you're gonna see this and then the empress just goes off on him like you know you're a con man uh you were holding auditions and then anya hears it from the door and there's that you know classic either liar revealed or miss you know kind of misunderstanding slash breakup by the you know at the end at the third act Mm -hmm. um and then and then anastasia chews him out she is gonna leave she slaps him slaps him in <laughs> yes. the middle of the theater i mean this is after the ballet's over and people are mm-hmm. leaving um and she just storms off i'm not even sure where they were staying now that i think about it but uh dimitri kind of he sees the empress leaving in her car he dives in the car before the driver can get back in <laughs> and he just you basically, like, don't mind me. I'm just gonna kidnap, you know, the, yeah. the yeah. grandmother to the uh, the to Grand the Duchess of the Russian throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so you don't have a chance to talk to you. Yes, <laughs> it's like uh, this is probably a crime on some level, but he's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Grand Theft Auto. 
attempted kidnapping, yes. reckless endangerment. To... Yeah. Yeah. But it's just so heartfelt that he's like, he hands her the, the music box mm-hmm. and, and he's just like, like, I know you've, you know, you've been, you've been hurt before, but she's, you know, she's been lost and alone as you. And she's just like, and the Empress like, you'll stop at nothing, won't you? He goes, I'm probably just as stubborn as you are. <laughs> if not more. Oh, if not more. So then and, the em- yeah, Oh, go ahead. And then it is, that's kind of the turning point where he's not in it for the money anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like, I, I don't, I honestly, you know, this guy, you know, the way he started out as a, you know, basically a con man trying to make an easy, eat some easy money. He would not go to these lengths just for money. I, I don't right. think at mm-hmm. this, at this point, he's like, I'm doing this because he, ca- he he's doing this because he cares about Anastasia and because he, he wants mm-hmm. her to be happy. And, yep. that, and that's like just another great layer to, to the, the romance in it. So then, you know, so Empress goes up to see, um, to, to meet this girl, to meet, meet the girl that, and, and you know, there's no coaching. There's no, I mean, she doesn't even realize that, that it's the Empress. She thinks it's Dimitri coming back to bug her. And so she's like, it's not like she's psyched herself up to, to meet, to meet this, the, the this old woman. Um, and she's just like, you know, I don't know who I am. I want to know if I belong to a family, if I belong in your family. And the Empress is just sort of like, she's just made up her mind. She's like, nah, you're a good actress, but I've had enough. And then Anya smells the peppermint oil of her hands. And then she remembers that she, when, you know, when she's little, she spilled a bottle. You know, she has all these, these things and she shows her the necklace. And the Empress hands her the music box. She turns it on, sings the song. And there you go. The, Reunited and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, grandma, grandma has her granddaughter back, and they both know it. And they're both like, they know audience. it's legit. They know it's legit. Anastasia remembers who she is. She remembers her memory or her family. And you know, later they're reminiscing about you know because the Empress uh, Grandmama has all has this box of things from from back then, and they're just looking at pictures and and of a, 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 a drawing that Anastasia gave her and it's just so sweet which actually and... did exist yes uh, yes I wonder Anastasia I... had written a letter to her father mm-hmm. saying she had drawn this drawn this this picture and uh she complained that her sister Olga that's who she's talking about when she's talking mm-hmm. to her grandmother she's like Olga said it looks like a a pig, pig riding, riding a, a donkey yeah i'm trying to see if i because i put together a pinterest board well two pinterest boards one of anastasia of you know historical pictures and things i do not have that particular one i'll have to find it um and and uh, a board for the the musical um broadway but yeah so it's um and then then you know it cuts to them seeing you you know she's in the very pretty ball gown they're going to announce that she's you know that they found the, the long lost princess and there's going to be this huge party and it's going to be awesome and Rasputin is all you know he's coming he's coming Not to get on my watch <laughs> yeah seriously so then so we're all we're all geared up for the final showdown pretty much um you know, Dimitri meets with the Empress. She she offers him the money, and he doesn't take it. 
and he, you know. Anyone else reminded of Spaceballs? <laughs> a little. I, I was kind of getting the, the Han Solo yeah. Princess Leia vibe, like, uh, yeah, nothing. You're not in. You're not in for nothing but the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then when the when Grandma is telling Anastasia, she's like, "No, he didn't take the money." And I'm like, "Yeah, he only took 187 space bucks for <laughs> gas. <laughs> yep." Yes, but food and tolls. <laughs> it, it it makes it yeah. makes me wonder if if that was um if that's what they were thinking. Well, there's a there's a, there's a it, 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 it could be that. Uh, who knows? Who knows? It's 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 funny how these things. Oh, but. Um, Somebody yeah. had to pay for Puka's outfit. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, Vlad, Vlad and Puka are, are, you know, getting ready for the party, and you know, because Vlad, you know, he was a, he was a, he was part of the 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 Russian court and mm-hmm. and and all those sorts of things. So you know, he's he's coming back. He's coming back into his own. He's coming back to where he feels like he belongs. So it's like, you know, he and Sophie are gonna go be a thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so, you know, they're, they're, they're about to go out to the, to the party. There's all these people there and, you know, Anastasia's got her sparkly crown and her pretty dress and deciding what she wants to do. And then no matter what, um, her grandmother says, you know, we'll always have each other. It's like, cause you know, she's, she's found her family finally. And, and so she has a decision to make. Is she going to go be, you know, publicly the Grand Duchess Anastasia, or is she going to go after Dimitri? And is and Dimitri is at the train station, thinking, you know, he's going to leave, but then he finds a flower, as you know, you do in these mm-hmm. kind of stories. Uh, and he comes back, and in the meantime, Rasputin shows up because Puka's mm-hmm. kind of led Anastasia out into the garden. Um, mm-hmm like puka yeah. uh, and then and then rasputin's there and he's you know staring her down and she remembers who he is and 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 he's gonna kill her and that's seems like what's gonna happen and then dimitri comes in you know and and you know rasputin uses his evil powers to make a statue come to life and try to kill dimitri um, while Anastasia is dangling off a bridge, mm-hmm. and Puka's doing his best trying to take Rasputin down from you know at the ankles. <laughs> yeah, <Unhealthy>. seriously. <laughs> it's like I'm like that can't be very tasty, but whatever. No, <laughs> I mean a, a lich, yeah, numbing on his numbing on his leg. Ew. Um, yeah, Puka, uh, you don't know where that's been. There's other two yeah. toys. Yes. Oy. Um. Yeah, so I mean, it's just it's a it's it's third act climax. They fight, and and you know you think that Anastasia's fallen to the river. In fact, Dimitri even thinks so, and he dives off yeah. like he's gonna go after her. And then the the giant horse statue grabs him and flings yeah. him back onto the bridge. Yeah. And this entire like final showdown with Rasputin is like it's dark. Yes, <laughs> yeah, because and like you can it's see like creepy. she's creepy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's ripped up her dress. She's dangling like off of by by a piece of rebar in the br- in, well, the broken bridge, and like you know, he's gonna drown her. And then she climbs back up, tackles him, kicks the reliquary away, 
and and they fight over that. Puka grabs it and she stomps on it. It just kind and of thank heavens for the high high heels that dick. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anywhere. I know. Like uh, that was like I was very impressed when I when I was a kid yes. and I saw that. I'm like, dang those shoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, she she was like, this is for Dimitri. This is for my family. <laughs> and it's just great because it's because you've just seen this girl just you know she she is just this orphan kid at the beginning and now she's figured out who she is and she's not gonna put up with this crap anymore and then she stomps on it destroys it and he melts and it's Mm -hmm. gross that is a that is a graphic villain death for a rated g cartoon yeah he Uh, melts and then he turns into dust and goes poof yeah. You see a skeleton and, bleh, and then it blows Ugh. away. Yeah. Bartok, yeah. on the other hand, he's he's run off because this can only end in tears. Yes. <laughs> Bartok for being for he being yeeted a, he yeeted out of there way early. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, you're on your own. He was own. pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I don't know about this boss. You know, yeah. he's yeah. trying to play like, and he reason was, and yeah. smart, but no. Yeah, at the end, he was like, oh, we're just going to go to a party. Who cares? Like, forget about the girl and get a life. <laughs> he's, yes. he's done. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it's just, it's just funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then, you know, we all, you know, for a minute, they think Dimitri's dead because he got hit by a rock with the crumbling statue. But, no, mm-hmm. he's alive and, you know. It, you know, there's it's a very sweet moment, and yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, men are stupid, or something to that effect. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. all, me, all men are babies because earlier she yeah. was like scoffing, like, men are such babies because she accidentally mm-hmm. clocked him in the nose. So yeah. the brain. Um, but yeah, he, he got pretty beat up. Um, but uh, yeah, so they're like, okay, are you going to like, what are you gonna do? You're going to go gonna go back and be a grand duchess or are you gonna go run off and and be mrs dimitri <laughs> right up do? into the sunset <laughs> yes um so you know she leaves her crown behind and leaves a note for her grandmother and says you know we'll be together in paris soon and sophie's like they eloped it's a perfect ending yeah. no it is a perfect <gasps> beginning all right well and, and she kind of knew because grandma kind of telegraphed to her it's like uh-huh. hey I can kind of tell you don't want this. I'm giving you my okay with that, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, go after him. You've got an yeah. out. Take it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm giving you an out here. Yeah, and it's not like, if I mean, I it's... were you. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like they can't, you know, she can't come back and see her grandmother and, and that kind of thing, and they can have, they couldn't have a relationship, but at the same time, it's, it's like, you know, this, you know, that this, this world of of royalty and stuff it doesn't for her it doesn't exist anymore in fact i mean i I love where the movie ends i really do i think it's just it's just a good ending for for this story for the story they set out to tell i don't i mean i don't want them to do a sequel because it could it would it would suck that being Mm -hmm. said there's part of me that's like you know i just kind of wonder what it would be like for her to you know you know live with this knowledge of you know she's a she's a princess her life could have gone so differently um if you know if 
if uh, her her country wasn't wasn't in such disarray mm-hmm. um you know what what would have happened or you know what is or is she just gonna you know go off and not be part of this anymore um or yeah. not you know not be not be affected by it i guess yeah because i mean because because they leave all the politics out yes. of it yeah unless Which, you know your history it's mm-hmm. like yeah yeah she could have stayed with her grandmother but she just probably would have been living in paris because i mean technically i guess she would she could lay claim to the throne but there's no throne to claim yeah at this point. like it's it's all gone like, it, the mean. country is no longer a monarchy yeah rule. it's it's I mean, I guess she could supposed to be a democracy, but it's yeah. gone into communism, is what it's gone into. Yeah, at this point, it's, but it's, it's not a it's not a and she, monarchy rule anymore. She would so. not be she would not be able to go back to no, to Russia, she would not which be welcome. I, which I don't think she wants to anyway. Yeah. Um, There's nothing so, for her there anyway. No, no, there, there really isn't, and and so it's like. You know, she's going to marry Dimitri, this commoner. So it's not like, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to marry into one of the other royal families now. That's she's going to go live her own life. So it's mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's probably something that I'm sure fanfic is covered somewhere. So oh, I I'm sure. Just, yeah, I, I, I might just or, you know, I'll just enjoy this this movie. Just it's it, the, the story, the music, the animation. And yeah, I mean, it's 97, so they blend, so they put a lot of CG with the traditional animation, and you can tell, mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> Especially, mm-hmm. like, the, the, the music box, the design of it is just so pretty. And, mm-hmm. and some of the, you know, the glittering, the, the glitter yes. on, the, on the, the dresses, and, you know, the, the, the backgrounds um, on this, on, during the, the Perry holds the key to your heart scene. Mm-hmm. It's all done in, um, I think, is it called impressionism? Yeah, like it, the, the, they all the, yeah. they all takes from like the the fresh French impressionistic uh, yeah. art style, and yeah, there's so, a whole there's a whole bunch of um, like cameos of of mm-hmm. uh, different uh, French people of note. Yeah, um, so it's in there. So so it's very it's very clever how they do a lot of this stuff and i also love i mean it does like the weather even it doesn't quite make sense for how long it takes them to get there but you know they start out in russia and it's just snowing and cold and gross and gloomy and then as they and then as they leave russia it's kind of more fall colors and it's a little brighter uh, but not quite you know she's not quite there yet but then she gets to paris and it's like the, like it's springtime almost or mm-hmm. summer i guess so it's just kind of like yeah it doesn't quite make sense for the for like the seasons how it should be but at the same time it's like it, it's it's a good you know symbolism of what's going on in the story so i i, I do i do like that that you go and i and i love the bit where during when they're on the boat and you know she's still in her orphan rags and then Dimitri says, look, I bought you a dress. And that's the last time you see her in the rags, because from then on, she wears nice dresses. And then mm-hmm. they're like that and, kind of... And, and somehow her hair grew like a foot? Yes. Yeah. I the always... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that always... Extensions? I'm not sure if they had those back in the day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can tell, you know, when she's in the in her orphan outfit, that her some of her hair is, like, wound around her ponytail, or how she, however that works. But yeah, she just she grows princess hair. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like Reverse only Rapunzel from Twisted. 
Yes. For Tangled, I mean. Tangled, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, maybe, you know, that's just that's just how it is. You become a princess and you get the hair. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. But, yeah, so it's just... I don't know. It's 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 a fun movie. It's always been one of my favorites. And yeah, it's not historically accurate. It never pretends to be. Mm-mm. You just you 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 watch it for the story of a girl who is figuring out who she is and how and how she ends up doing that. Yeah. And so like and and now it's I mean, and for years there was the joke of, you know, oh, she's not, you know, she's not a Disney princess. People stop saying that. Well, Disney bought Fox, so <laughs> now she is. She's so adopted. She's a she's an adopted yes. Disney princess. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's been brought into the fold. She has indeed. Um, and and like I mentioned a couple times, there is a Broadway musical. Now the musical actually does it does go into politics a little more uh, you know, the history of it. Rasputin's yeah. not in it. There's yeah. no magic or no talking bat or anything like that. Um, and it's fine. The only thing I don't really like about it is how is the connection between Anastasia and Dimitri, like how they initially met. Because in the movie, you know, he saves he saves her and her grandmother from from the the the, the siege of the, the revolt yeah the revolt yeah in the musical they sing a song about how he's like like she there was like some big parade when the royal family came out and he saw her she saw him in the crowd and i'm like that's not as believable as him saving her from the siege but oh well that that's really my only complaint about the musical um everything else is really good i mean the they, they keep a lot of the songs even there's even a little uh, motif they keep from in the dark of the night which is the Rasputin villain song but they repurpose it for a different song about you know the you know leaving Russia like these people are trying to get out of Russia um, and go on the train to, to, to go somewhere else so they don't have to live here and all this yeah so they they, they do they do more with with the history and the politics and it's more and, and the, the villain is a is a, a, a uh, an officer who's like trying to make sure that the, the the rumored Anastasia really is dead. So he has sort of the same motivations as Rasputin, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Which I think was the route that they were going to go originally mm-hmm. in, like one of the early drafts of the script. Yeah. Um, but as they were looking at the like. Yeah, and comparing it to what actually happened in real life, and they're like, "Yeah, no, this is going down a, a route that's not children friendly yeah, at this all." Is, this is a kid. <laughs> this is a kids movie. We are not going to show the execution yeah. and of they, the czar yeah. and his family. In fact, in the musical, they do. It's kind of like is very clever in this little kind of flashbacky way, um, where like Anastasia and the this officer are, like staring down each other, and then like in the background you see the royal family like backing up and these and these soldiers are pointing you know or aiming guns at them and they're about to be killed and, and it's just like it's that i mean the musical gets dark yeah in, in some places for yeah. you know being based yeah. on a on a kids movie um yeah. but yeah so i i do like the musical with the exception of that one little detail of of, of anya and dimitri but you know you can't win them all yeah <laughs> yeah 
it you know you can only um you can only uh do so much with subject matter that that the truth yeah. really is it's it's it is dark but it's mm-hmm. it starts so strange too yes compared to the story that we get in this in this movie mm-hmm. too it, uh i said towards the beginning if you want to watch if you want to watch something that is more historically accurate uh, and obviously not a children's animated movie but is so you know somewhat more historically accurate and you know you don't you, you're like that type of thing you know kind of mm-hmm. you know historical mm-hmm. dramatic movies um I, I have a bit of a personal <laughs> <laughs> connection to this movie now but nicholas and alexandria uh from 1971 um I would suggest watching it. Um, it's uh, it's, it's kind of long. It's like three hours or something like that. So like it, it's because it covers from Alexi's birth through their uh, end, the mm-hmm. the Romanovs' end. So it 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 covers a, a number of years um, in its in its uh, storytelling um but it's it it uh does cover uh quite a bit more including the political uh unrest uh bloody sunday which was a big kind of <laughs> black check mark uh in in the czar's rule uh where he he made some big mistakes um and it ended up costing people's mm-hmm. lives um and that was actually several years before the the uh he he was forced to abdicate um but um it's got several doctor who connections yes <laughs> if for anything else you've got michael jaston the future <laughs> valyard uh mm-hmm. playing the czar um and tom baker playing rasputin mm-hmm. <laughs> which if you know you don't you, you don't think someone is perfect for something until you actually hear that and you're like oh yeah that works mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, and he it, i mean this is this is 1971 so this is pre fourth doctor so this is before he yep. got onto doctor who and mm-hmm. but it's wild you can kind of see some of the I think that's just Tom's personality in general mm-hmm. <laughs> poking yeah. through um, mm-hmm. just kind of this bombastic uh, type because uh, Alexandra in this movie is played by Janet Sussman, um, who is DJ Nick's cousin and we interviewed her on Gold Standard last year you can go listen to that that episode it's in the feeds um, and yeah she said that you did you did not act with tom baker you acted around tom baker (laughs) (laughs) you just let tom do his thing and you just followed his lead (laughs) i'm not surprised at all yeah yeah. (laughs) so yeah it but it's more historically accurate as far as as events uh during that decade or so not quite a decade 
uh, of time. Um, and it, you can see why with the animated movie, they decided to go a different direction because the, the story is just, woo, yeah. yeah. But it's because of what happened after Nicholas was forced to abdicate and what happened to the family and how they were forced to first, you know, leave, you know, their palace or whatever and um, sent into exile and they got moved around several yeah. times. Like yeah. at one point they were sent to like Siberia in the middle of nowhere where it was cold and mm-hmm. you know, snowing and all this stuff. So they kept getting moved around from place to place to place supposedly under the guise that they were being protected from the revolutionists it really was because um well i mean there there's 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 um competing rumors but right a lot of yeah. it was because they're like oh no you know they're the their sympathizers are going to to find them and and rescue them and we don't want that yeah Which, yeah you know. so they they um so eventually they were um taken to this the house um where they were kept essentially under lock and key they were only allowed out into the small yard for like an hour a day um all the windows were painted over because supposedly it was for their protection because if nobody could see in then you know so you know it's like somebody could shoot them through the windows or whatever um and it finally got to the point where um the they heard that well it depends on whose account you listen to that's the thing is there's so many conflicting accounts on what exactly happened but Mm -hmm. What we do know is eventually the family was awoken in the middle of the night under the pretext that they were going to be moved again, Uh but they needed, but the supposedly, um, you know, revolution, you know, anti, it was anti-Bolsheviks as well, people against the monarchy um, were approaching the house and therefore they told them that the basement would be the safest place for them. No windows, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but what actually was is they put them down there so they'd have no place to go once they were all down in the basement together. Some guards came down and opened fire. Yeah. And executed them all. Unfortunately, yeah. not everyone died right away. Yeah. And supposedly at least one of the children was still alive when they went to move the bodies and bury them. Um, so they did, some of them were shot beyond the initial execution. There was some beating of, it was gruesome. I will not get into yeah. it. There's, if, if I will you have, have YouTube videos that you can you can watch that that talk about it. But yeah, the family was essentially put yeah, into the, like a mass graves, but they were separated because uh, it would make it harder for people to come and dig them up. And because not the entire family's remains were found right away, some people were convinced that some of the children survived. 
and that's where the rumors started to come from yeah yeah and and, you know people capitalized on on those rumors i mean there's this whole big saga of a woman named anna anderson who claimed she was anastasia yeah um and which is you know i mean there was a movie in uh 1957 um about anastasia that this movie is loosely based on um more of the that kind of you know was that what if scenario of you know what if you know, what if this really did happen and she did survive um i was just going to quickly recommend and i'll put you know we, we'll put this link in the show notes um so i mean I, I recommended the romanoff sisters earlier i also recommend um the book the family romanoff murder rebellion and the fall of imperial imperial russia by candace fleming that one i mean it is a fascinating book it also has a very um I don't want to say detailed, but it, there is, it, it's like a firsthand account from one of the executioners of like what happened when they, when, when they executed the family. Yeah. And then what so they did with the bodies after. Yeah. So if you really yeah. want to read that, I mean, it's a great book. It's just that, that description is very haunting. Yeah. And then there, there are like, there's photos of the, the, the room after, I mean, after everything was cleared out you know, out the bodies were taken away but the room where it happened <laughs> the room where it happened yeah no. you do uh, not want to know how the sausage was made in this one folks if you got no, uh, no, 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 especially no. especially because it wasn't just like nicholas and his wife but it was their children yeah i mean uh-huh. alexi uh-huh. i mean the, the older girls they were like you know before all this happened you know they were being they were meeting young men to you know court and, and everything they were thinking of marriage um mm-hmm. but but alexi well he was 13 when mm-hmm. when when he was executed they were just so. trying to keep him alive yeah because of the the hemophilia yeah which you know i kind of wonder like what would have happened if he hadn't been you know, if he hadn't had had hemophilia if you know he was healthy it just kind of seems like that they had because they had such a hard time having a boy because you know the, the son has to inherit um and you know if if some of that just kind of some of that stress just kind of added to you know nicholas not being a very good ruler i mean i feel so bad for the man because he just mm-hmm. wanted to be a dad to to mm-hmm. his kids he wanted to be a husband and a father i mean he yeah. and, i mean he uh, loved his wife yeah I mean, he, he and, and alexandra up until the end they had a very very passionate marriage Yes, they were they like they, like they were a very tight knit family. I mean, there are some photos um, that I have on the Pinterest board. There's one um, uh, that shows Alexandra with a couple of her daughters, and you know that looks like they're, you know they're just. I mean, if if you didn't know there was a royal family, and yes, they're like dressed nicely. It's like this looks like a mom taking her kids to the library or yeah. to the grocery store or something like that. Yeah. Running, with the, gir- with the girls, they didn't treat them like royalty. No, like the girls had chores. They had to, you know, they, they, they did things. They you know, made they, their beds, made and their beds and, and that kind of, that kind of thing. So they were, they didn't, I mean, yes, they lived in these opulent palaces. They weren't treated. They weren't raised like royalty, if that makes sense. I mean they were but they weren't not not the mm-hmm. way you would think yeah um, right so yeah so they had responsibilities and they had things but they were also they were they were very close family very tight-knit and you know they they all cared about each other and they and i think mom and dad were trying to keep them grounded so they knew how to interact with yeah. 
their fellow. Yeah. Well, Alexandra came from, I mean, she came from noble blood. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as Nicholas's family was concerned, she wasn't noble enough, but they fell head over heels for each other. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's like a granddaughter of Queen Victoria. Yeah. Um, like she, she was married into one of a, a German, or, or, or I mean, she was born into a German family, um, yeah. or yeah. you know what would become Germany anyway. So that's where that's where she came from. Yeah, um, and you know she converted to Russian Orthodox um, Christianity, the Russian Orthodox Church, and took on a, a, a Russian Orthodox name and yeah. and all these things, so she could marry Nicholas. Yeah, yeah, and her her faith was extremely important to her and when you know she finally got to have the the son that you know that she and and nicholas always wanted and realized almost immediately that that i don't know if they knew what he you know if what exactly hemophilia was and if that was a name that they actually used Mm then uh but they knew that there was some sort of family line we know now it's genetics but they would Mm -hmm. not have known that in the the late 1800s early 1900s um that there was some sort of something passed down through the family line through the women to Mm -hmm. the men i don't know if hemophilia is that only a male yeah well afflicted with it and it's carried by by female yeah it's 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 one of those it's like it's it's recessive how does it work it's recessive but it's linked to the x chromosome so you know boys they only get one x chromosome from and it's from their mother right so if there's not an x chromosome to counteract it then it, it that the recessive gene is what shows up so and if, okay. if the yeah. daughters if the girls had lived they probably would have passed it on to their sons if they, yeah if they lived and married and had kids yeah so when when they when she realized that the the son that she always wanted was afflicted with this you know royal curse essentially um that she became very very protective because she Mm -hmm. knew just how the life expectancy for especially during this time of Mm -hmm. someone with with hemophilia was really really not long he in theory he would not have lived long enough to become czar um so they really really tried tried to keep him in a bubble and when he had a some sort of incident and he he, you know he was really really ill and that was uh alexandra was kind of at her wits end and she'd heard about rasputin and sent for him and he came and supposedly prayed for the boy and um all of this and then like the next day like poof he was fine when in reality it was just you know give him time let him rest and he may get better (laughs) same thing when he had another incident where he injured his leg and um Rasputin couldn't physically be there but she met, you know she sent him a letter and he responded and he's like you know tell the doctors to leave him alone uh you know say your prayers that sort of thing and you know I promise he will be fine within a day or two and that's exactly what happened when really yeah just leaving him alone is what did him good because they were doing things like treating him with 
like would be the equivalent today of like Tylenol, which is a blood thinner. Oof. <laughs> which when you have someone who can't clot their blood anyway, giving him a blood thinner is not is like help. the worst thing you could do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so or aspirin, I think, actually. Not Tylenol. Yeah. Um because that's like why they have like, you know, people that have suffered like heart attacks, they tell them to take like an aspirin a day to prevent clogs and to keep the blood flowing. So, but yeah, they were giving him essentially medicines that were thinning his blood, causing him to bleed even more on top yeah. of just the non-ability to clot blood in the first place. So yeah, just, it was one of those things where it's like every time Rasputin supposedly did something, that made him better. It was just purely coincidence. But the Dutch, you know, the 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 Tsarina was just so convinced that this man was had power from God that she just became like this devout fanatic of Rasput and, and he got he really did get in with her and the children and and stuff. Um, but eventually his just kind of philandering partying ways got the best of him and he um he was ended he ended up being killed by like the queen's cousin or something like that so yeah it's he was actually dead for quite a while before the the romanoffs had to go into exile and were eventually killed so but he supposedly told her that if he was to die at the hand of someone from her family that it would trigger her family being dead within the year and that actually did happen (laughs) yeah purely coincidental but But it's uh, it's eerie it is very it is very eerie so, like I said, you can go down the, the, the actual history rabbit hole, just know that it is not family friendly. Yeah, like, no, it's, it, yeah, like, like I said, there's, you know, and I learned, too, yeah, yeah, I yeah. first learned about this in high school. This is, a, it was funny because when we decided to do this and I was like, oh, that's great. It's like, you know, the Romanoff history, the, the Romanoffs is, uh, I first learned about them and uh freshman history in high school um uh-huh. i was assigned we were assigned to do uh, uh pro you know group projects to to report on on something in class and i got paired up with another student to to and this was our topic was to talk about the the fall of the romanoffs i think mm-hmm. um and the the student that i was paired with has now been my best friend since since then <laughs> so awesome. we've been we've been best friends for over years uh, <laughs> <laughs> well there you go we got randomly put together in freshman history class to talk about this family <laughs> so. yeah so it is it is a very it's it's a fascinating and sad story but oh gosh it's uh you know and and like i said i mean we've we've said several times 
before this movie you know the movie is not historically accurate it is not trying to be but for me anyway it 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 gave me um a kind of kind of an impetus to to learn more about this this subject learn more about this history and i'm like for that um i i mean it can't it can't be horrible <laughs> and it's not in a lot of no. people i mean it's it's a it's a it's a good movie i mean mm-hmm. for it yeah, obviously disney uh, set the bar very high for animated yeah. feature films uh so you know that's who everybody is still competes with uh even to this day and but this one really gave disney a run for their money mm-hmm. for uh, several years i mean that was kind of you know 97 was kind of the time when disney the, wasn't... the renaissance was kind of petering out yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it was it was a good time for someone else to come in and be like hey we can do this we can do this fairy tale princess thing too Mm-hmm. And and you know, I mean, it's not fairy tale strictly, but it's you know, it it yeah. it, 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 it hits the same beats. Yes. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. So if you haven't watched it, it's on Disney Plus. So go watch it for heaven's sake. Disney owns it now. Disney so. owns it now. So you know, I mean, I I will say this. I I've um. Because I, I started doing voice lessons sometime after I saw this movie. And for my first voice recital, I sang Journey to the Past. <laughs> because I saw it was an option. And I'm like, I want to do that one. <laughs> I also want to do Once Upon a December. But somebody else took it. So I'm like, fine, I'll do this other one. Because it's good too. Um, but uh, yeah. So like I said, it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, you can find the musical places on the interwebs. <clears throat> it's there um it, i mean and you can listen to the soundtrack buyer beware <laughs> yeah buyer beware um and you can you know that you can get the soundtrack the soundtrack is good i mean it's it's based on the music from the movie there's obviously more you know new new songs to it too mm-hmm. um so the, yeah the soundtrack from the musical is is quite good um and yeah, so just check it out, and like I said, I, I put together a couple of Pinterest boards, one for historical, uh, uh, it's called Anastasia Romanoff History, and then there's Anastasia on Broadway, um, so check those out, and all the links, um, I also found, there, there's also some, um, you can see the, um, they actually did a funeral, a proper funeral for, for the Romanoffs in 1998, they exhumed the bodies, and um, it interred their 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 bodies their remains in uh in a church a russian church and like the service is all in russian um but it's it's beautiful and it's kind of sad and poignant but it just kind of feels right that that they finally got a proper mm-hmm. burial after so many years so there's so and they and you know there's a couple of youtube links well there's one that's a shorter version then there's one that's like the over three videos so if you really want to sit down and watch the longer one you can um so we'll we'll include all of this and then some some recommended books and then there's a um some documentaries uh, that rachel found mm-hmm. on there too so check it out if you're interested uh, it's there's some good stuff in there um and and again it is a sad story and can be kind of graphic or you know in the description so just be careful um so yeah so there's all of our anastasia romanoff 
history that you ever wanted to know mm-hmm. or as much as we could put in our podcast anyway mm-hmm. yes because <laughs> we could sit here and talk for or i could anyway i don't know about the rest mm-hmm. of y'all but, oh, yeah. um but yeah so anyway go watch the videos go read the books go see the movie it's awesome and then go watch it watch the uh, epic rap battles Oh yes, epic rap battle between yes. Rasputin and, and, and Stalin. Stalin <laughs> with some with some other uh, appearances by some other noted Russians. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, but the, the title is Rasputin versus Stalin, and again, it's epic rap battles, so not kid friendly language. No, 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 <laughs> indeed. But, but every time I, I think of Rasputin, that's what I go to. Go to in my no, I, 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 I think of the 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 song on the just dance i mean it's not it's not originally from just dance but that's what i know it from because i love to do it <laughs> the the the, the rasputin <laughs> oh my gosh that song when i first heard it i'm like this is so ridiculous but i love it yeah. <laughs> anyway so uh they wanted to put that in the movie but they couldn't get the rights to it <laughs> oh my gosh i'm kind of glad they didn't yeah. <laughs> anyway so, uh, if uh, any of our listeners want to chime in on on uh, Anastasia, whether it's the movie, the musical, the other movie, the any of the history to it, if you have a book recommendation or, or something of that nature, uh, send us feedback. Our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, which is thefiveishfangirls.com, and find links to all our social media, and you can leave comments. Uh, we also have links to uh, Patreon, uh, Amazon, our Amazon store, our merchandise shop, and just ways that you can help us support the podcast to keep the to keep us coming around on your uh, into your podcast feed thing. Yes, it's Monday, technology. and I'm yes, technology. It's Monday, and I'm I'm about had it today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us, and thank you for. For sending feedback and whatever it is you do we're, we're glad to know that you're out there and uh hope you all have a wonderful week and enjoy enjoy whatever it is you're doing and stay safe out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so with that we shall sign off for this week <coughs> this is chrissy saying good night from salt lake city this is sally from wisconsin saying good evening and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. A party? Ooh, I could teach you the latest dance step. It starts with like a whoa, and then you get really crazy with the hips, sir. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs>
For official Five-ish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash Five-ish Fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening, and may the squee be with you. Thank you.